when I talk, perhaps if I can talk, uh, you know, a bit of a sing-song way, and then I can accompany myself with the pastel pencil. How about that? <laughs> I, I think that would be rather nice. I'll try that next time. We'll record a few songs <laughs> and we'll put out an album. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. And welcome to episode 68. How's it going, yes. Dad? Uh, well, it's okay. Um, not so keen on the Skype. I must be honest. It's it's um, when we're when we're facing each other, we have a bit more of a laugh. But uh, I think uh, Skype's a little bit, you know, impersonal. Still, I can see you on the screen at least, and you can see me, <laughs> and we can see our smiling faces facing back to each other. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so I mustn't complain too much. At least the, the thing is, the, the listeners get a podcast. That's it. That's the most and, uh, important. They wouldn't thing. get one otherwise, would they? Because you you can't keep popping back every five minutes. You're a busy man <laughs> uh, up in London. Yeah, we need a we need our own studio, don't we? Perhaps we, someone out there will commission us to have our own <laughs> <laughs> station, and we can record in the studio. Wouldn't that be nice? So get in touch with us <laughs> if you've got a studio for us. We'd like to have that off you. Thank you. <laughs> But otherwise, all right, mate, how's it going up your end, up in jolly old London? Been lovely this week up there, hot, I will imagine, isn't it? It's been lovely weather, yeah. Yeah, spring has definitely arrived, and it's great. Um, I was fortunate enough to meet Josie Lawrence last week. I know you were very oh, jealous yeah. about that. Oh, I, I was very upset about that. She's one of my favourite uh, actresses. I've always liked her from the beginning, and uh, she's um, a really jolly person. And the picture that you had taken with her... It showed out that how nice she was, you know, how yeah. accommodating she was. Yeah, uh, we barely met five minutes, and she, you know, said, "I'll take a, you know, get a picture for the site and things like that." She was really lovely, and uh, we put that podcast up. Just a little plug, shameless plug for me. I put the podcast up on our "Don't Be So Dramatic." So, if you want to hear an interview with Josie Lawrence, go over to don'tbesodramatic.com. dot com. I haven't heard that yet. I must Have get you not? Out No, no. We've been, oh. I've been so busy here. You wouldn't believe, Steve. So it's uh, I haven't got round to it, but I will do. It's very funny, as you'd expect. Oh, God, <laughs> shit, no. I'm going to be a bit sick that I wasn't there, but never mind. <laughs> um, okay, so let's dive into some feedback this week. Uh, first one we've got came on our Facebook page, and it was from Helen. And this is a really lovely comment. I've I want to uh, I want to start off with this one. So Helen says, "I am so impressed by Colin uh, by Colin and Steve's effort in making the website, podcasts, and Facebook such valuable avenues for learning pastel pencils. This lovely father and son team has brought me so much joy and information. Do you realise that Colin is a pioneer in the use of pastel pencils? I'm so thankful for the chance to become a lifetime member of Colin Bradley Art at such an affordable rate because so far this is the first of its kind in the art services. Colin is a great teacher who patiently shows us how to paint each step of the way while taking us through the demonstration. I feel like every lesson he teaches me, uh, he teaches his workshop on its own. He makes it fun and possible to work with him step by step. If you write to him and ask a question, himself will write you back with the answer in no time. Now that's another first of Colin Bradley Art Services. Well, it sounds like we've written that. <laughs> <It does. laughs> I don't think people are going to believe that came from somebody. I don't think they will. 
<laughs> how nice, though, is it, Steve? I mean, I know we work hard here and we, we do work hard to try to, to accommodate people, um, but we do it with, with, a, with, a, with, with the right attitude, really. You know, in, I think we have a... Uh, to be honest with you, I'm a bit lost for words. You, I think when you read something like that, you kind of are. You don't quite know what to say to people. But I think we do get it across very well. And I've got to, I've got to be honest, it, uh, since you came in on the scene a few years ago, uh, the whole thing has changed. And although I do the artwork, a lot of this is down to you. A lot of the uh, technical side is down to you. The podcast is down to you. And uh, so, you know, it, we, we have an equal stake in this. And uh, mm. therefore, I think we uh, quite rightly have, uh, you know, we accept what people say to us. Well, the thing is, as well, the thing is, as well, is obviously I've grown up with you having the business, uh, you know, because when I was around you, you'd started and were well underway with the business. So when I've grown up, I've seen you deal with customers, I've seen you give a good service. So when I came on the scene, obviously I've grown up and that's just influenced me. So I've just automatically done, as you would expect, what mm. you've done, like taken after you in, in how you run a business and how you, that's what I do in my own IT business. And I think it's because we care as well. Like we, mm. we do genuinely care about all of our students and the work they do and enjoy seeing it. And we, we love it all so much, don't mm. we? So I think it's, 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 you know, maybe that's it. Maybe that's why. But anyway, it's enough of blowing our own trumpets. That's a lovely, lovely comment. So thanks. And we put that straight on the website because that's such a, that's such a lovely Yeah, as well. Yeah, and I'd like to testimony. thank uh, Helen for it as well too. That's a very, very um, uplifting. It is. It is. So the next one is from Jade. I think this was on last week's show. Another brilliant podcast. I can't tell you how much more enjoyable my Friday mornings are now. Thank you so much for answering my question about the cushion or lack of it under the pastel paper. My app makes absolute sense. And by the way, like Colin, I also love the sound of the pencil stroking the surface. It's such a relaxing hypnotic sound. Best therapy in the world. And of course, it's twice as good when I have Colin's video playing. It's like I have my own little private symphony going on in my studio. Colin and I in perfect sync playing our ode to pastel pencils. <laughs> I, I really must try to to work on that a bit, Steve. You know, when I talk, perhaps if I can talk, uh, you know, a bit of a sing-song way, and then I can accompany myself with the pastel pencil. How about that? <laughs> I, I, I think that would be rather nice. I'll try that next time. We'll record a few songs <laughs> and we'll put out an album. <laughs> We call it Ode to Pastel Pencils. That's right. <laughs> That's really oh, it great. It's absolutely true. It is uh, something that I, I enjoy as well, the, um, the, the accompaniment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good. So thanks for that, Jade. Next one is from Diane. Dear Mr. Bradley, I absolutely love your work. It's so realistic. I really feel as though I can reach out and pet these animals or start a conversation with the lovely girl in the portrait. I'm wondering how on earth you get her skin and complexion so smooth and lovely when it's drawn on pastel paper. I've tried and tried, but mine still looks rather bumpy with all the paper ridges plainly visible in the portrait. Not exactly something you want to see when a portrait in a portrait of a lovely young woman. Thank you so much for all these free lessons. I've been heaven watching all of them and learning so much. Yeah, that's... Lovely, Diane. Thank you. Um, the only thing is, uh, I'd like to just pick up on a couple of things there, if I could, Steve. The um, the the smoothness of the paper is 
probably to do with the uh, problem she has. I'm not quite sure whether Diane's using our uh, pastel paper. Right. If, if she isn't, then she might be using a paper that has got those sort of bumpy bits on. Canson is like that. And quite honestly, you wouldn't get be able to get the same kind of smoothness that I get in skin if she's using that paper. If she's using our pastel paper, then it's all to do with the base colours of the problem. The children is a very, very good example of this. You'll see that I put quite a lot of base colours on. It kind of fills the teeth up, really. You know, the teeth of the paper, the tooth of the paper. It's still there to yeah. grab more pastel. But once that's on there, then the you can then, together with the colour shaper, you can then really get a really smooth finish on it, as you can see. So it's something to practice on, probably on spare paper, I would say. Mm. Play with it on spare paper. Uh, overdo the um, base colours to start with um, and then try it on that. And if it's too much, the problem with the, with putting too much base colour, of course, is then the, it, it influences the stronger colours that go on. It weakens yeah. them. So you've got to kind of get it right, you know, and practice is the thing to do. But that's exactly the sort of thing you can do on spare paper. Yeah. Well, this is what also she says at the beginning of that, that she can feel as though she can reach out and pet these animals and start a conversation. Mm. You do feel like that with the pictures. It's it's mm. really incredible, you know, uh, to get well, I can tell you what that is. That's pastel pencil. Because although, uh, I mean, you, you know, people give me the credit for um, creating this rea realistic look, our, our students do too. I mean, yeah. the, the very latest picture that we we had of the Becker, which we're going to read out later on, um, sent a kitten in. Now, it's, it's the first time she's done something like this, and, and you could do exactly the same thing with that. You could reach out and stroke that too. So it's not necessarily me. It's the pastel pencil that mm. creates that effect. Mm. It's that. It's, it's, a, it's a living, breathing medium. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. Thanks so much for that, Diane. And moving on to the next one, uh, it was a question from Susan. It was about DVDs playing, uh, are DVDs playing in, in the States? Uh, oh, right. Because we have this question every now and again oh, with, yeah. with DVDs. Um, and I, I think, I don't know if I mentioned it last week, I can't remember. If I did, I'm going to go over, going to go over old ground. Um, the DVDs, like the pastel pencil techniques, the draw and paint dogs, draw and paint cats, uh, and the Wildlife Double DVD, the hard copy of those DVDs, uh, they were filmed with teaching art, weren't they? And mm, yes, they were. They are Region Zero. For some reason, they've managed to make them Region Zero, which means they play in any DVD player anywhere in the world. Now, I don't know how they did that. That's pretty impressive. But if you buy our hard copy DVDs, the ones that aren't, um, the ones I just mentioned, then they will play in a computer, but they won't play in a standard US DVD player. They'll only play in a multi-region player, which you can get. I mean, we get them over here. So mm, I've got one, in fact. You've got one, yeah. So I've got one that plays in all the uh, region um, ones. You know, is it region one? The is the States, American yeah. format? I think it is region one. But yeah. I, I, I can play any format on yeah. that multi-region. Of course, what you could do is purchase a download version, download it and burn it to a DVD yourself, and then you, you'd be mm. all right. So anyway, so in response to that, 
Susan says, hello, Colin, that's good news. I'll check out now and see what our DVD player accepts. You are very helpful. I love your chat with your son on the podcast. It's fun to listen to you both and makes me feel part of everything. It's a great idea. Yeah, that's the, that is the idea of it, though, isn't it, to, to bring everybody together. Mm. And uh, when we're talking to the listeners through our podcast, we imagine them being there. Yeah. I do, I do, and I'm sure you do, Steve. It's kind of like uh, one great, great happy family. Yeah. And we've got to try to carry on with that. It works. It does. Oh, yeah. So the next one, well, you mentioned Becca, so you go ahead, read this one. Mm. It said, hi, Colin. I did the kitten pastel painting, really enjoyed it, with a smiley face here. Your tutorial was absolutely fantastic. Thanks for being such an excellent tutor. Going to my email... Oh, sorry, I'm going to email my kitten painting right after this email. And she did. This is from Becca. And she did. And as I said, it's really, really good. Uh, and I, I said so too. I told her that. And I'm telling her again on the... Uh, but very, very good. It was a fairly simplistic picture. That's why we did it. That's why I did it. And we offered it as a free course because we didn't want to put something down that was going to be really difficult for people to do and not be able to achieve it. So my intention was all always to put down an achievable picture, which I did. But at the same time, it still needs a certain amount of skill and expertise and concentration and focus to be able to pull it off. And by golly, she has not only has Becca done it, but we've had an awful lot of people, haven't we, that have um, sent us replies and has done this. It's been a very, very popular. Yeah. And long may it continue. So well done, Becca. Yeah, brilliant job. I told her I'm waiting to see the next one now. Yeah. Well, it's it's brilliant, that that kitten, because like you said, we've seen quite a few of those pictures come in and they all look great. And like you said before, it's the pastel pencils, isn't it? They... Mm. You know, that's a, a a great picture to start off with. That's one that, you know, it's great. And it, and it also instills confidence in, in people, which it should do, because, you know, they're able to achieve that and do a really good job of it so they can move on to something, you know, like some of the projects in our members' area. Mm. It's, a great, it's a great launch for them. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, well done. Great. So let's move on to some questions First question is from Leah, and she says, Colin, to put it bluntly, I am gutted. I've ruined two paintings because I'm damaging my paper through the sketching process. When I use a light coloured drawing pencil, a H, it's always too hard, even when I use it lightly, and the lines create indentations on the paper, which results in my inability to build up pastels properly. However, when I use any softer drawing pencil, the colour deposits and I'm unable to erase all of my grid, causing damage to the paper once again. I've purchased the paper you suggest, but apparently I need something made out of steel so I don't damage it. Can you tell me what type of drawing pencil you use and if you have any other suggestions? Oh, I've got lots of suggestions for that. And uh, and I will definitely tell you the type of drawing pencil I use. First of all, let's, shall we deal with that, the type of drawing pencil you should use? Yeah. If you're drawing, then and you are drawing, you need to probably erase, if you're just drawing a a sketch, you need to erase. And it's very difficult to erase the harder pencils, H onwards or HB onwards. Um, It's better to use a B or a 2B pencil. If you go softer than that, like a 4B or a 6B or whatever, they are smudgy. 
And although they erase better than the slightly harder pencils, they can be very messy when you're working with them. So ideal pencil to draw with is a B or a 2B. That's an ideal pencil. That's what I use. And the other thing is you've got to have a good quality pencil. I use pencils uh, in English money, a couple of pounds they cost me each. Now you think, well, I can get them for 20p in pound shop. Of course you can. But they're not any good, to be honest. You've got to have something that is going to be uh, a good pencil. Faber-Castell is a very good make. Derwin, they're a very good make. Anyone, any of them will work okay. Now, when you come to drawing line drawings, if you use the harder pencils, which you, we were talking about H, that's pretty hard. Mm. HB is slightly softer than that. It's a cross between. That's why they call it HB. It's cross between H and the B. That would be a, probably a better pencil to use in a situation like that. But one of the things I want to pick up on, um, I'm, I'm able to erase all my grid, which suggests to me that what Elia's doing, she's putting a grid on the pastel paper. You know what I mean? She's drawing a grid yeah. on the pastel paper and drawing from that. And I understand why she does that, but that's not a good idea because you've got to erase those grid lines. And when you erase anything on a, on a pastel paper, you're, you're slightly destroying the paper. Even though you might not think you are, you are. So it's always better to draw on cartridge paper first. Ah, yes. And you can do that with a B pencil. You can erase You don't have to do anything. The only time when you use a, um, an H or an HB, I recommend HB, is when you are transferring from the cartridge paper onto the pastel paper through means of trace down or a good quality black carbon. Right. Okay? So that's what I would do. There is another way you could do that. You could draw on your cartridge paper. Um, You can even put the grid on the cartridge paper if you want to, as long as it's not too heavy. And then those lines could be rubbed out easily enough from that then you could once you've got the drawing as you want it with all the grid lines removed you can then place it on your scanner in your computer scan it in and then you'd have that scanned image to either print off onto pastel paper directly you could do that i've done this myself um or you can you you can you can um, not do that, and then use your gridded paper that you—sorry, your paper that you've drawn on—directly uh, onto the pastel paper by means, as I say, of trace down or carbon. There are ways out, but what I wouldn't do, and I never do, is put the grid um, on the paper, pastel is paper. actually draw on the pastel paper. No, gotcha. I wouldn't do that. I, I've never, I've never done that, Steve. The only time I would do that is when I want, say, I've. Um, done my square drawing and I've transferred the image to my pastel paper and I look at the image and I think "Mm, the lines here could be a little stronger therefore I go over those lines with uh, usually there's an F pencil I don't know whether people realize but there is a pencil called F and it's somewhere between an H and a B or an HB and a B and it's slightly harder than B but slightly softer than HB and that is a really good pencil to use for just adding lines to the, um, the the picture that you've transferred through. I often do that. And sometimes, because you can erase that line if you needed to, 
it will erase okay. Um, but it will also, it wouldn't smudge if you uh, use the pastel paper on a pastel pencil on top of it. I think I've answered that pretty well, haven't I? <laughs> I think you've been quite thorough. <laughs> yeah. well, I try to be because it is important and I can understand why people go wrong on this because I went wrong when I first started until I, I found out the right way to do it. Yeah, that's it. That's why we're asking you. That's it. Good. Okay. Well, thanks for that then. The next one is from Jade. Hello, Colin. I have a question about underpainting and pastel pencils. When I work with coloured pencils, sometimes I'll start with a detailed graphite drawing where I also lay the main values. A grit... Oh, I don't know how to say this word. This word. A grisale? Grisale? Oh, that's, that's New York language, Steve. <laughs> a, I don't, I don't do you know, know how to say that? Oh, I'm sorry, Jade. I don't know how to say that. Um, I then photocopy the, uh, that onto whatever paper I choose to work, the final artwork, and then proceed to layer the coloured pencils. That cuts the time in half since I've already established the values. <laughs> And since the coloured pencils is such a slow medium, that is a real time saver. Would this technique work with pastel pencils or are they just too opaque? Interesting question. So she's putting a uh, deep... There's there's a very interesting answer to that, really. Um, uh, The answer, the simple answer, shall I start with that, is no, it won't work with pastel pencils, no. Uh, It won't work because the pastel pencil needs, it it doesn't like any coloured underlays at all in a situation like that what like a graphic a graphite drawing underneath it won't have that no well i mean using the colors i mean what what she would do yeah what what i think jade's idea is that she would put a colored base on um and then um work on top of that colored base and and i wouldn't do that okay she's photocopying you see what i mean she's actually working on a she's putting like a well, I, I was wondering there, she says a detailed graphite drawing. Is that what she's talking about, putting down on a pastel paper and then layering the pastel pencils on top of the graphite drawing? Because she's photographing, photocopying that and then putting on coloured pencils. Well, what if you photocopy the graphite drawing and then put pastel pencils on top? Mm, mm. I, 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 still, I still don't, I don't like the idea of that. And I can't, I can't see the reason why one would want to do that in, with a pastel pencil. You see, you want to start off with a pastel pencil. All you need is an outline drawing. That's what I always recommend and always use. It's the pastel pencils then. If you've got something underneath them, that's going to come through. That's going to show through uh, the, the pastel pencil work, right. in my opinion. So yeah. I wouldn't want to do that, even though it might be fixed with the photocopying. I still wouldn't do it. I would just start with a minimum line drawing. Is, yeah. when, I came, when I say that... Some we would realise, I think, especially if you look at the girls. Look at the detail I've got in that girl. Those girls, amazing amount of pastel pencil detail. I mean, but if you look at the line drawing, it's very scarce, very sketchy. It's just bare minimum outline. Yeah. Because I like to use the cut the pastel pencil uh, and work that. That is really the very best way of creating the texture. There's no, you haven't got anything that's already worked out for you. The pastel pencil, um, it is, it goes on raw paper and you work up from there rather than having something underneath it, okay. in my opinion. Yeah. But that's only my opinion. I mean, give it a go. See how it works. Yeah. 
Okay, good. Really interesting question. That's um, it is. That is um, as I say, but, but but my final answer to that is no, I wouldn't do it. No. Okay. So the next one is from Kathy. Hi, I just became a member last week. I'm a self-taught artist. I started with coloured pencils, another coloured pencil artist, that's interesting, mm-hmm. and have sold a couple of paintings using that medium. I have dabbled with some oil pastels and I enjoy that, but now I'm trying the pastel pencils. I enjoy the speed of them tremendously because coloured pencils is very tedious and time-consuming. That's exactly what Jade just said. Isn't it strange, yes. Yeah. The pastel pencils allow me to tackle seascapes, which I really want to paint. My first question is regarding a seascape. What technique would you use to to depict choppy or rough seas? Let's start with that one. Uh, Well, that's a good question. um, Pastel pencils is not going to work quite so well with this. Reason being that you need to you need to put light on dark, and that doesn't work very well with pastel pencils. However, if you combine the pastel pencils with the polychromos, then you could, yeah. Because the polychromos, being that bit lighter, um, a bit bit stronger pigment, you can go over them. So I would say my what the technique I would use would be to use pastel pencils and polychromos to to do the rough seas. And one day I'll do one, Steve. Yeah. Actually, I remember that we've possibly done a speed painting on YouTube, um, which might be interesting for people to watch, that is you doing like the waves with polychromos and stuff. Absolutely. And that is a very good example of how the two things work together. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I did also, in fairness, Steve, I did use soft pastel too with that, Ah, as, as well as polychromos. It, it, it was a combination of all three of the um, mediums. Again, once again, fantastic. See, the, the pastel pencil is a very good base. That gives you all the base and the, the general idea. The polychromos adds to that and enhances what you've done. The soft pastels gives you the icing on the cake, basically. Yeah. And do you know what, actually? <laughs> it's so funny. We mentioned about the seats. I've got over here in my flat... I've got, I'll show you on camera. I'll tell you what, I'll scan this in and I'll, I'll put it on the podcast show notes. Can you see that? Oh, yes, yes, I remember that. Well, yes, yes. I, I've actually was... got a picture, listeners, of waves, like choppy waves, in my flat. Well, that's the one I copied. I copied that copy. You copied this copy? That, that was my original <laughs> picture that I did. And then I copied it again for the speed painting. Yeah. But you've got, you've got the original there, I've Steve. got the original in my oh, flat, yeah. aren't I lucky, listeners? It's a lovely picture, that. I'll scan that in and put that on the show notes. Okay, good um, idea. Okay, so... So, sec- so we got that one sorted out. That one's, that's that one. <laughs> the second one is, my second question, or rather suggestion, is how would you paint a rainbow? I want to paint from a photo I've, I have with both a choppy sea and a beautiful rainbow above. I was very much... I would very much enjoy seeing a video on rainbows thank you for any help you can give me and may i say i thoroughly enjoy your videos some of the comments you really make me smile well that's nice that's That's good that's the idea of it isn't it um now rainbows we talked about this haven't we you and i talked about this we've we've, Uh, we've talked about this we're going to do one i'm definitely going to do a rainbow as soon as i can yeah. I've got a few other projects lined up, so it's going to have to take its place in the queue. But I'm going to do a rainbow. I want to do one. I won't do it, though. I've got to tell, um, is it Cathy? Cathy. Uh, I won't do it with the choppy sea. No. It's... I shall do what My plan is to do, if you can imagine it, one of the Scottish 
scenes of the locks and the yeah. little, little uh, dwellings they had with a few little hills and mountains in the background. And I'm going to do a mountain, and I'm going to do. I, I can see it in my in my mind how I'm going to do that. Brilliant. That's what I'm going to do. That's a teaser. A very very dark sky, you know, the broody sky. It's going to be a good one. Sounds really good. Mm. I've got that. it in my mind. It's coming. It, it's coming. Comes I wouldn't soon. say coming soon, unfortunately, because there's so many other things coming <laughs> along okay. ahead of it. But uh, it will come. Excellent. Okay, great. So the last one we have for today is, Dear Mr. Bradley, I must tell you how much I love your drawings. This is from Miriam. Sorry, I should have said that. Uh, they're all wonderful, and the animal ones particularly resonate, resonate with me. Please tell me how I can purchase a copy of the koalas featured on your homepage. In time, I'd like to purchase others as well and take your courses too. Do you have a separate site offering your creation? Mm. Thanks very much and best message. Well, uh, the, the short answer to that one, I'm afraid, is um, we, when I'm not selling the koala picture, um, but uh, I'm hoping that maybe we can sort something out for my pictures, I haven't talked to you about this yet, Steve, but I've had a lot of people now keep asking me for original work. Uh, and I know we do like to hang on to them because we use them for publicity and other reasons. Um, but I think we uh, have got enough now to maybe to release some of them for sale. Mm. So it's possible that we may be, you and I together, we might be able to work something out on the website to offer some of these pictures for sale. Ah, what do you think? Yeah, okay, okay. Something we I mean, can one discuss. of the nice things about it is these pictures have been used for um, the podcast, I'm sorry, not podcast, they've been used for the website and they've been used for teaching and so on. Um, so the value of the picture, um, we could make them good value. You know, we could, we could produce them, you know, reasonable, yeah. not... You know, in the thousands, um, we, we can make them a very reasonable price, I think. Yeah. Because we are, as you can imagine, folks, uh, I'm producing an awful lot of these pictures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One after the other, after the other. Some I won't sell, like koalas I won't sell, and the children I won't sell, I'm afraid. Yeah. That uh, is going to stay. But there are many, many others that uh, I'm sure people would perhaps like to purchase yeah. Oh, there okay. we are. That's Good. something that uh, something to these is, people is with. possibly coming up. Good. If we can work it out. Excellent. Okay. Well, thanks very much, Miriam. And I've, that's all I've got. Oh, wait. So, have you got one? You've got one I, more. I, yeah, I have. Oh, I have. that wasn't the last one, listeners. I was lying. You've got another one. <laughs> I've got to find it, though, Steve. That's the other trouble. Oh, yes. I know. It, it was... It was actually held over from last week, unfortunately. We couldn't get it in, could we? It was uh, it's from Scott. And he said, hello, I'm planning to join your course. Could you tell me what materials I need? I live at the northern tip of Vancouver Island, so I have to order supplies in advance. Well, this is interesting because we've had people asking us before, you know, I'm just starting out now, what materials do I actually want? Well, obviously you need the pastel pencils. And I would strongly recommend you buy the Faber-Castell ones. Now, we have a, a box of 24 on our website, which is a really good box to start with. Um, and it will give you all the colours you need for doing pictures of your own, particularly. But the problem we have with the member site is we 
have around 40, 45 pencils that I use, that I draw from when I'm producing a picture. And that can buy, can be any one of the 45. So the thing is, you although you could buy the 24, you would almost certainly need to buy more as well. Now, I can, if anybody wants me to, they've only got to bring, write to me and say, what pencils What's the maximum amount of pencils that I need? And as I said, I will tell them it's about, I think it's 40, 44 pencils, 43, 44. But then again, you know, you may decide to buy the full 60 range. I don't, I've never really maintained that that's a good idea unless you can get them, you know, a very good price because some of those you probably won't need. You certainly won't need them with our courses. Mm. So that's the first thing. The pencils are very important. Paper Castell and buy the pencils, either the 24 set plus a few others, and buy them as you we, – we sell them individually, and they can be bought individually through retailers. So you buy them as you go along. Next thing you need is the pastel paper. Now, although I maintain that you need the – or you should use the Ongre pastel paper that we use because it is, in my opinion, the best – any pastel paper really is good enough to start off with and you can play around with them uh, and find one that suits you. Yeah. And the other thing, the other materials you need really are the colour shaper, which I think is a must nowadays. Yeah. I don't think I've done a picture, have I, recently without using one? I don't think you've done a picture for a while without one. And certainly the girls wouldn't have been the girls' picture without the um, colour shaper and then the double-ended eraser not quite so important but we do sell a lot of them and I love them, love them because they're, it's like having an eraser which is very easy to use uh, you know you can get very fine de- fine erases with them um, if you want to you know take a little bit of cloud out you can do it you don't have to, a big soft rubber to worry about yeah so that's what I would recommend. And other than that, I think you could – that's it. We do have other things uh, on our site, and it's best perhaps to view them, but I don't think you necessarily did any more than those um, materials I've mentioned. I think if you're just starting out, then it's a good sort of basis. The pencils, the paper, the eraser, and the colour shaper gets you started. Oh, def- without doubt it would, yeah. You don't really need a paper blender. I do use a paper blender, and it's it, it's – Sometimes a good idea to have one, but you certainly wouldn't need it when you start off with. Yeah. I don't very often use them in the production of the pictures. Not now. Okay. So I think I've got that. Uh, I think I've covered that one, haven't I? I think you have. Good, good, good. That is the last one. <laughs> good. Okay, good. good. Well, thanks very much for that, Dad. That's really good information. And thanks, everyone, for all of your questions. And keep, keep them coming. coming. <laughs> we can say that at the same we need time. Some more now. <laughs> yes, yeah, we need some more now. Please keep them coming, and feedbacks are great, and we we love it. So, okay, uh, if you've got a question, you can submit it through our website using the contact page at the top, and our site is colinbradleyart.co.uk. If you have a minute, it would be great if you could rate us on iTunes out of five stars. Um, just head over to iTunes, type in Colin Bradley Artcast if you're not already listening through iTunes. Um, I think that's it for this week. You got anything else? No, I don't think I have. I think I think we've we've had a good show this week, and a lot of content there. A lot of compliments, which we love. So keep them coming. 
keeps our egos going. <laughs> <laughs> Great. No, seriously, what is really so nice about all that is that we are making a difference, and uh, that's very satisfying as far as we're concerned. We're making a difference. We're giving Definitely. a lot of people a lot of pleasure. Yeah. Long may that continue. Absolutely. Okay. But, of course, it gives us a lot of pleasure as well, doesn't it? It does. So it's a two-way thing. Yes. Okay, so that's it for this week. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Steve Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy Enjoy your week. week.